Hey everyone, welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast all about youth groups and the fact that we attend them and help run them. Um, how you going, Tom? Good. I'm really pleased that you've worked out your opening kind of banter or intro, whatever, whatever the thing you say at the beginning, it's, it's good. That- you, well, I remember you used to have it written down. Yeah. For our other podcast, Questions You're Not Asking. And every time we sat down to record, you would start recording and then go, wait a minute, I lost the paper. <laughs> and you'd go yeah. and find the paper and then we'd start recording again. So they're both flawed systems, but this one doesn't take as much time. So let's go with it. Um, anyway, this is a special birthday edition of Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast because Tom had a birthday last week. And so that's very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm having a birthday this week. And it's also the second birthday of this podcast if we measure birthdays by number of episodes, which I think we should because then... Yeah, I think podcast years is one week equals a year for a podcast. And so every episode is going to be a birthday episode. So I'm excited about celebrating it again next week. Anyway... um, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, which if you are anyone but the 14 people who listened to our last one, it is. Um, this is a podcast about youth group. I help run a youth group. Tom helps run a youth group. And we are just going to chat every week about that. So, Tom, how was youth group last week? It was good. Uh, we, I think I said last week we, we had a big kind of family night because it was the first one of the year. And last year, we averaged about 12 kids at youth group. Last Friday night, we had 70 people at youth group. That's was, a lot of people. It was significantly larger than normal. Um, most of those people were parents and siblings. Um, but we still had a lot more kids than we had last year because we've got a lot of year fives coming up. And then some other kids who just been like, oh, I might join this youth group in other years. So that was pretty exciting. We played an amazing race game that uh, all the families kind of got into, which was uh, really great just to see everyone hanging out, chatting, getting into the games. It was all run by one of my leaders who she put in all the work and she did a great job. And that's like my dream as a youth minister to not have to run the entire event. And then I did a talk about Jesus from Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 to 23. I think I said I last I was going to ask you about that, because last week you said you were <laughs> going to be speaking from Colossians chapter 15. I did um, say that. Which I only realized when I was listening back, but astute <laughs> readers of the scriptures will know that Colossians does not have 15 chapters. It doesn't. Um, so I'm glad you are not making up your own chapters of the Bible. Yeah. It's good to know. It was good. Yeah, and I really enjoyed... I just enjoyed talking about that passage because it's just uh, it's just kind of intense talking about how amazing Jesus is, and we talked about how uh, we can we in Jesus we see who God is, but in God we see who Jesus is. Like Jesus is much bigger than just this guy; he's like the guy who the one who holds all creation together. Mm. And then through Jesus, we see what God has done for us. So that was that was the big idea, and I told them we're going to talk about Jesus every week, and they seem to. Get that. Uh, That's that was, good. That was our, our week. Um, yeah, how was your youth group? Um, it was good. We had um, 
a couple of new people show up, but like mostly the thing that I was hoping for was that our people who were coming last year would come back this year, and a lot of them did, so that was great. Um, really good to see everyone again after the break. We played um, my How Many game, which I was very excited about, um, and it was definitely, I think I said last week, going to be one of those it either really works or it really doesn't kind of games, and mm. I think it really worked. Ah, oh, good. Um, Highlights included how many mils or grams or something of moisturizing cream will you put on your face? And that was mm-hmm. 60, which turns out to be quite a lot of grams of moisturizing <laughs> cream. So someone went home with a very uh, moisturized face. Um, and the other one that I perhaps regret was how many seconds will you spray yourself with Lynx Africa? And that got up to 17. Um, and so <laughs> it was too many. We made that take place outside, but still every time that person walked past, you didn't have to guess which person was the person that had sprayed themselves with Lynx Africa for 17 seconds. That's... But that was it was fun. It was a good game. Um, and I will spring it on them again at some point when they least suspect it because everyone, despite those two things that I just told you about, seemed to have a really good time with it. So that was good. Um, and then our series this term is about how um, Jesus is better than, well, kind of all of the things that we're going to be looking at this term. Um, And so this past week, we looked at the idea that Jesus brings real meaning. Um, And I gave the talk, and it was based on Ecclesiastes chapter 1. And it was, it ended up being a pretty heavy talk, um, but without wanting to get into too many details in a podcast setting, um, it's been a sort of heavy time for our church community this in the first little bit of this year and the end of last year and so it felt kind of fitting and um yeah it seemed to to resonate pretty strongly with a bunch of the youth so that was cool um and i'm yeah looking forward to that was kind of an intro so looking forward to seeing how off the back of that um yeah like looking at the other things that jesus can bring into our lives as we follow him um, the things that, you know, I think we're looking for that we try to find in other places, but I think Jesus is the place to find them. So that's going to be the kind of overarching theme. Um, anyway, I will take this little point between looking back at last week and looking ahead to next week to remind you that if you have questions for us, you can email us. I'm not reminding you, Tom. I'm reminding the listeners, <laughs> which I expect there to be perhaps in the mid to high teens this week, now that we've actually started telling people the podcast exists. Um, you can email us at Chris and Tom's youth group podcast at gmail.com. Um, nobody emailed us last week, but they might email us this week. So if can, you have questions, let us know. If I can clarify this podcast while we're doing the podcast, as yeah. we look back on last week, are we like, are we talking about the th- things we've learned from last week or anything? I mean, that's actually a good idea. That might actually make the podcast worth listening to. <laughs> um, might be a value add. What did you feel like you learned last week, Tom? Well, well, so we, 
I, I'm trying to work out how to how much how to say this so that it's I de-identify things as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But there was there was a youth leader who did something that was really kind for me mm. because it was my birthday, and uh, in it he kind of missed one little thing, which is like something within our youth group policy, nothing bad or dodgy at all, but he just kind of missed a little thing which we try and pay attention to as a youth group. So when we were in youth, the debrief with the leaders, I picked up on the thing that he'd done that was kind of just off from our youth group policy rather than picking up on the thing that he'd done for me that was really kind. Mm. And it, on reflection, I was like, man, I I really just missed, dropped the ball on that one because... I just kind of pointed out the thing that he hadn't got quite right, even though there were, I shouldn't have even expected him to get it right because I don't know he that don't anyone even explain to him that this is the way we do things because he's fairly new leader. But um, for me as the leader, I think the challenge for me is to remember to be uh, paying attention to the the really good things that my leaders do and picking up on that, and and particularly if there's a thing that that they might not have done that was quite right. Um, and and inadvertently, which like I don't think they ever set out to actively do the wrong thing that I've noticed at youth group, but just to make sure I'm picking up on the things I've done well and be really thankful for that rather than put, going straight to the thing that I'm like, oh, we need to fix that as quick as possible. So mm. that was my learning from the last week. Well, that is definitely a tendency I find. I think because I am... I have such high standards for myself, like I'm a real perfectionist sometimes to a fault. And I sometimes, if I'm not careful, will apply that same uh, standard to other people, which is not good because it's too strenuous to be applying to myself, let alone (laughs) somebody else. And so, yeah, that's that's a good reminder. Because I have fallen into that same hole many times. So, yeah, that's good, man. Any, what um, about you? Yeah, so a um, couple of things. One of them is, so I'm a big fan of preparing your talk ahead of time and not just getting up there and seeing what happens. Um and in fact, if anyone is looking for a great book on talk preparation, <laughs> I found the book Talks That Don't Suck by Tom French. Um, very helpful. So you could go pick that up at tomfrench.com.au. That is your website, right? That's correct, yeah. Great, nailed it. <laughs> anyway, um, so yes, I'm a very big fan of preparation. I think that's really important. Um, and yet, there was a part of the talk that I gave on Friday that ended up being the part that I think really pulled the talk together and the part that like a number of the youth seemed to most strongly respond to and it was not something that I had planned to say and it just sort of happened and it was a reminder to me that I want to keep on holding intention uh the importance of preparation and the importance of um you know knowing what I'm going to say and and 
you know, loving the youth enough to put the time in to prepare something that is worth listening to um, and honoring God enough to, you know, be really clear in the way that I articulate his character to people. But at the same time, being open to the leading of the Holy Spirit and being willing to not chuck out the script necessarily, but to to kind of listen to that prompting and go with it. And, you know, sometimes I do that and it turns out I got it wrong. But this time it felt like it was a kind of powerful moment. So I was grateful that the Holy Spirit knew what needed to be there, maybe better than I did, or definitely better than I did. Um, The other thing is I was reminded again in the moment when I sent all of my leaders off into their small groups that, man, I need to find some more time to invest in like small group material that is going to be straightforward and easy to pick up and run with. Um, I think it is all well and good to say, just go have a chat about the talk. But like, (laughs) if you're not that experienced in youth ministry or you're not that comfortable in that situation, that's a real heavy thing to drop on somebody. And like partly the reason that that is the way that we run our small groups more often than not is just because there's like, we don't have a whole lot of time to like, I like, it's just one of the things that kind of falls off my preparation list if I'm running low on time. But I've just this week found out that we've got a couple of extra leaders locked in um, who are going to come in and inject some fresh blood into our leadership team. So I'm really hopeful that as we start spreading the load a little bit more, those are going to be some of the things that get picked up and that we start doing better. So there you go. That was a couple of things. <laughs> Great. I, I find like small group prep is like just really tough. Like for me, cause I find that you've either got to like write a whole Bible study, which with like questions, leaders notes and the leaders can like pick it up and like run with it. If they know nothing, is either that or you just give them questions and say, off you go. Or you'd say, oh, just go make up your own questions. But the, the gap between just writing like eight questions, which mm. is pretty hit and miss, and writing eight questions with eight answers is just a whole lot bigger thing to do. Um, and and I really, I haven't found much, yeah, small group material that I'm like, oh, yeah, this has got enough in it that I could give it to my leaders and be like, oh, yeah, if if you do no preparation, but you just read this out, you'd be okay. Hmm. Um, so I I go back and forth because we've been getting by for a little while on what did you guys get out of the talk? Let's talk about that for a bit. Did you have any questions? Let's talk about that for a bit. Now let's go around and share prayer points and pray for each other. And I kind of like there are a lot of like adult small groups where you would do that and that would actually be pretty great. I think the part that's tricky is if you're a leader who doesn't feel entirely confident to be like, hey, do you have any questions about this difficult topic that just got raised in the talk? Lay them on me. Like if that (laughs) terrifies you, then as the leader, I've put you in a terrifying situation. And so that's 
um, what I want to work towards kind of nutting out and yeah. like make doing it in a way that's sustainable, but in a way that makes everyone feel like they can be confident in what they're doing and that I'm not just like throwing them a massive hospital pass. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. All right. Should we talk about next week? This week? Sure. This what are you doing? What are you doing on Friday, Tom? Uh, we are going to continue our series on Jesus, and we're looking at Jesus the teacher. So the talk uh, I'm giving it is from Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 28 or 27, where, where Jesus is saying, you know, you, you, you listen to his words and and actually put them into practice, and that's like a man building his house upon a solid foundation. So that's we, we want to encourage the young people to be like, you know, what does it mean to actually be someone who hears Jesus' words and put them and actually does them? Um, particularly if you've grown up in church, you might know a lot of stuff, but when you when you're young, when you're just kind of hitting high school or just at the end of primary school, like this is the time when you're figuring out what does it actually mean to put to to stand up for Jesus, not like always in your words, but particularly in your actions, that you're going to be someone who loves the people around you, even if they don't love you. Um, someone mm. who looks out for the the kid who no one else likes. Um, someone who's got integrity with your words. Like that's like someone who loves Jesus will actually put that into practice. And so we want to challenge them in that. Um, and the good thing about that passage is it lends itself to games about building stuff so or about listening to instructions and putting them into practice so one of my leaders is figuring out a game and we'll turn up and see what it is it should be fun hopefully no one gets injured and we're also going to hang out in small groups but we're not we don't actually do like small group discussion every week um so we'll do it on the passage next week but this week we'll just be meeting our small groups and praying for each other just be a really quick check-in that we'll do every second week so that we see our small groups regularly, even if we're not talking about the Bible in our small groups every cool. week. Do you have like fixed small groups each week? Is it the same? Yeah, we have like the are same they predetermined? Group. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we do a bit of a random shuffle, um, and partly that's been because we just haven't had the consistency of people mm. to know what's going to happen week to week. But we may be getting to the point where that's a good idea. My other question for you was. Um, in, what is your view on matching up the activities to the talk theme? How often do you try to do it, and how successful do you feel like it is? I, I try. I, I would love to do it all the time, and it, we probably manage it forty percent of the time. I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I feel like it means that when you are actually doing activities. Um, that it always it can feed into the talk. If if it's also doing the other things that are games are good for, like building community, getting kids to connect with each other, um, yeah, help helping kids to also connect with their leaders, like all that kind of good stuff that games do. But if at the same time it's reinforcing your message, then mm. then you go, kids can go, oh yeah, there's a there's a reason why we're doing this. We're, we're here because not just to have fun, but we're here because everything's feeding into helping me know Jesus mm. better and live for Jesus better. Um, so that's the dream, but it's it's not the execution a lot of the time. Yeah. I find myself drawing some very long bows sometimes in an attempt to make <laughs> things connect. Um, this week, we're not even... I mean, there's probably a 
a way to make the connection, but it's probably more trouble than it's worth. So our, um, our talk this week is Jesus Brings Real Rest, and I'm not going to be giving the talk this week. Um, our uh, assistant pastor is going to be doing that, so I'm looking forward to hearing that. But the basic idea, so we're, um, the key passage is Matthew 11:28 to 30, um, and the basic idea is that the world gives us like all kinds of ways to establish our identities through things that we do, but that can very easily lead to like exhaustion and burnout um, because those achievements are temporary and you've got to keep like maintaining. Um, and on the flip side, Jesus invites us to rest in what he's already done for us on the cross. So that's the, um, that's what I think the big idea is going to be. But like I said, I'm not writing the talk, so we'll see. Um, and then our game is nailed it, um, which <laughs> is basically I provide a bunch of um, cake ingredients and a picture of one of the cakes from that um, old Women's Weekly Children's Cake Cookbook mm. from the 90s. And then each group has like 15, 20 minutes to see if they can reconstruct that cake. So I'm thinking of doing the duck. Oh, I love the 3D duck. duck with the yeah. chip for the mouth. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, anyway, Tom, we are up to minute number 22 of our 15-minute podcast. So <laughs> is there anything else that um, you want to leave our multiple listeners with this I just, week? I just want to wish you a happy birthday for a Friday night youth group birthday. So have fun with that. I cannot wait. That's going to be great. Um, well, thanks for listening to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast. If you want to find out more about Tom and what he's up to, you can go to... TomFrench.com.au um, And you can go to ChrisMorphew.com if you want to find out more from me as well. Um, I just saw the cover of my new book this week. I should put that on my website so yeah, other people good. can look at it too. I like yeah, I'm cover. excited. It's yeah. going to be great. Um, the cover is, I can always guarantee that the covers of my books are going to be great. I just need to figure out the content now. Anyway, that's another story for another podcast. Well, hope youth group goes really well this week, Tom. Looking forward to hearing all about it next week. All right. See you then. Bye. <laughs>